0: Hey everybody, this is Tony and I'm here today with a special guest, Miss Monique Nicole. How are you doing today? I'm good, Tony. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Of course, Monique, you're an artist, um, you know, a singer, you know, a great singer, I should say, um, that a lot of people probably may not have heard of, but uh, I'm glad that you're here today so we can talk about some of your music. Uh, you know, your background, your career, stuff like that. Uh, But before we do that, I just want to know, you know, what's been going on with you and how have you been doing in the midst of the pandemic and everything, uh, and how has that affected you so far?
1: Oh, wow, Um, I'm doing great. I'm healthy, first and foremost, my family's healthy. So everything else is pretty much secondary. But um, as far as how it's affected my music career, it has affected it greatly in an adverse way of of (laughs) course I mean not being able to get out and and do shows and Mm -hmm. actually connect with people um you know face to face you know it's hard um you know releasing a a single in the middle of a pandemic and not being able to go to MTV or go to BET and do in-studio interviews or you know, performances and, you know, things that will help to propel and market your your product, you know, the things mm-hmm. that you have to do as far as your media and everything is Zoom or, you know, some other type of medium that you're not being able to really show or showcase, you know, the entirety of, you know, who you are musically. So it, it's tough not being able to travel and was supposed to be in Europe and Spain and you know other places and <laughs> yeah. you know a lot of things had to be put on the shelf due to COVID so um I mean it, it's what it is you just have to navigate a little differently and do what you can so the things that I could
0: do I, I did you know right virtually right. yeah you can only mm-hmm. do what's in your control that's that's exactly but, in, mm-hmm. and uh, just so people know, you are from Brooklyn, uh, New York, right? I am. Yeah, I am. Okay. from Brooklyn,
1: New York originally, yes.
0: Okay, okay. So mm-hmm. now, of course, you got your single that you put out uh, that you were talking about, uh, Red Bottoms and Lingerie, mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about that uh, and how that came to be. Uh, the remix that's out uh, also features the rapper Lil Flip. Uh, of course, everybody probably should know Lil Flip by now. Um, so talk to me about yes, the single indeed. and how it uh came to be and then how did you two uh, end up getting together for the remix of the song
1: Well the song actually was just like it, it's a slight remix but he was on it originally so Okay there was never a version without him it's just that they changed the music up a little bit and mm-hmm. um yeah and, and had it remastered and re-released um, okay. just a little we just freshened it up a bit but anyhow um the record was brought to me by my management, and um, it was written by Ray Lavender and produced by the Scott Cousins out in Atlanta. And um, I loved the record when I heard it. It was a lot different from anything that I've done previously, so I was right. um, anyone that knows me knows I'm up for a challenge. So, um, you know, we got in the studio, we recorded it in in Atlanta. And then we were all kind of debating my brother and my management. Mm-hmm. Who should we put on it? And originally my manager was saying a female. And I was like, no, I think a, a guy would be like better so that we can go back and forth. Right he, talk, right? he could talk about, you know, I guess the dynamic of what he wants from his woman in red bottoms and lingerie and vice versa. So um, he was like, all right, well, what about Little Flip? You know, there was a few like New York women rappers that we would discuss back and forth. And I was like, okay, he's dope. Um, <laughs> and he reached out to his management and, you know, he sent the verse in. He freestyled that verse as he does everything. And that's what we got. <laughs> okay. So that's that's pretty much the story behind that.
0: Nice. And I understand that a music video is supposed to come out soon. Is there a release date for that yet?
1: It's been out. It's been all over BET. Oh, okay. Everywhere. Yeah, it's been out months ago. It dropped a while ago. It it aired on um, BT and MTV starting Mother's Day and it went
0: right through the summer. All right. Yeah. So you've been Mm -hmm. you've been working hard anyways. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love that. But you know what? I Looking at your story and reading your story, I really loved it because it wasn't like one I had read before uh, or even heard before, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit um, about that, you know, and, and how you got into um, the industry uh, or or becoming a singer professionally, I would say, because uh, you've kind mm-hmm. of been in the industry a while now. Um, but you've been singing since you were a little girl, but you just recently started, you know, getting into your career as, you know, fully as you want to now. Um, So talk to me about what that transition was like going into music fully uh, from what you were doing, because you were in law enforcement, if I uh, understand. Right. And while I
1: was in law enforcement and previous to law enforcement, I was artist management. I owned recording studios, Mm -hmm. you know, production company. So I'm a concert promoter still currently. Um, So I was always, you know, in music, (laughs) but behind the scenes. And in 2015, I decided I didn't want to manage any more artists because it it could get a a bit much, you know, because everybody is not as disciplined. And um, it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. Let me invest in myself Mm because I I could sing, so why not? So, I went in the studio, myself and my brother. Well, he's not my blood brother, but um, Michael Westbrooks. (laughs) We um, we did that record, Say Yes. And Mm. that was my first radio single back in 2015. And my commercial radio single. And that's what put me on the map. And it was a nice start to drop your first single and then actually wind up having it play around the world. commercially here in the United States. Um, so that that's where it began. And from 2015 to now, I've just been dropping singles and, and working and, you know, doing shows. And that brings you up to present day, but simultaneously, I was in law enforcement as a detective sergeant on the Nassau County Police Department. Mm. And, um, I worked in the detective division, that's why I had the designation of detective and sergeant, which meant that I supervised detectives and in investigations and um, patrol officers, they they do a different type, they do the preliminary investigation and then if it's felony or it's something or they can't find the person, it comes up to the detectives to put the pieces together. I'm sure you all guys watch all that CIS <laughs> stuff and so, pretty much that. So, you know that that I did for for many years, and then I retired this past April twenty second, and decided to just you know just focus on my music. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Well, congratulations on the retirement thank you um, although it's probably not fully retirement since you're still going to be doing some kind of work so oh I'm always working <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh, goodness. but but you know it's a good thing to be able to do what you want to do you know and, and what you love um during yes. the time that you weren't doing music fully and you were doing law enforcement though how are you uh honing your craft or were you even you know thinking about it as much during that time um you know like Or were you even training or or anything like that as far as singing was concerned?
1: I was doing concerts. I was putting out records. I was doing both simultaneously. Okay, okay. So I I never stopped the music. Um, Everything that I did within the music industry before I started my law enforcement career as far as a supporting role was done simultaneously while I was working law enforcement. So I didn't sleep much. And then when (laughs) I became a solo artist, I was doing that simultaneously as you know a a sergeant Mm -hmm. and having to juggle that and of course home life because I'm also you know a family woman so it was a lot of juggling not much sleep but you know if you want something you have to work for it it's just that simple so you get what you put in um and I wanted to work to a point where I knew that that I secured myself a really nice cushion.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I did that. And now, you know, I could do what I want to do. You do what you have to do in order to do what you want to do. So that's right. Um, so I'm blessed to be able to, you know, have my pension, have benefits for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and still do what I want to do. Because um, having financial security is important. So yeah, so you know, I, I found a way to balance them both. And then when it got to the point where I felt like I just wanted to just do music then I cleaned the slate for that. And, yeah. and here we are. Yeah.
0: That's awesome though. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Um, you know, the fact of following your dream for real, no matter what, um, I think some people really get lost, you know, in the cycle of life of just trying to provide, you know, so mm-hmm. and it's easy to don't get me wrong. And I, I'm not blaming any of those people, but I'm just saying those who have the determination to really go out and do it and continue to do it. You know, I'd love to see that happen, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you have a story like yours uh, and you're able to put out the music and people are able to respond and you're able to see all that stuff happen in real time. So I love that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and I think C.S. Yes, is a wonderful song. I love the song. Uh, matter Thank of fact. you. It's, it was smooth. I loved it i'll say yes say yes i love that so, <laughs> thank you yes no problem did you did you um come out of the gate already though like intending to have an, a, a specific sound already or was that just something that came up
1: it's um that was pretty organic because you know michael westbrooks he did the music i'm writing mm-hmm. you know and And um, it actually started as a poem with um, one of my friends from high school, Kenneth Bob. Mm -hmm. And he brought the idea to me and then I wound up writing, you know, the first verse and the hook and then using the elements, you know, from his poem and stuff like that. And um, so it was just organic, really. Um, I don't know whether, I, I can't say it was an intention. It was just something that, you know, it came from the heart, and that's
0: what we got. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that definitely yeah. makes sense. But for mm-hmm. songwriting, uh, for you, when did that start, or did you have to work at that? Was it did it come naturally for you? At, um, you know, what at what age did it start for you?
1: I mean, I I I was writing raps when I was in like grade school and junior high school and and, you know like I thought I was like a rapper and stuff it's so silly but um but and I I always wrote poetry and stuff so I think it's kind of like a natural progression yeah um it just depends um on what's inspiring the song or you know the music or it just depends like sometimes it comes really easy like the song I just finished writing the other day it was just like one two three Mm -hmm. it's just having to sit down and be still you know and for me that's kind of difficult because I always have so much going on so that that's more the difficulty is the time
0: yeah okay you know
1: time and mood yeah Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely definitely so uh as far as your influences uh as far as music is concerned uh, who were some of those people? Because I know your father was also in the music business uh, as well. Yes, uh, yes, But who were some of those people, and uh, how did his being in the music business affect you?
1: Well, I was, you know, a baby, and he was singing all the time, and there was always music in the house. So that was a huge influence because I grew up with nothing but music around me. And, you know, him rehearsing in the house, playing the trumpet, <laughs> and, you know, the reel-to-reels going, in and he'll be recording stuff right there in the living room. So um, I grew just a love and an appreciation for the sound of the human voice very early. And it's one of, to me, one of my favorite instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the human voice is just so much that can be done with it. And I have a a, a huge respect for like all forms of singing. And um, he had a huge influence on me musically, of course, because my first experiences of music was, you know, from my parents and right. I was blessed enough to have, you know, my mother, she's big into music as well, but she does not sing. Okay. But having him, you know, and he was just so um, such a perfectionist mm-hmm. as well, which made made me the same way. Um, So that was huge. And, you know, outside of that, the people, you know, people that you guys know, (laughs) um, Stephanie Mills was a huge influence. Um, Melissa Morgan uh, and um, Celine Dion, um, Gladys Knight is one of my big favorites, um, Brian McKnight, Luther Vandross, um, Patti LaBelle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can go on and on. And these are these are the songs and like a soundtrack of my life growing up. And mm-hmm. you know, even further back, I won't reach back that far, but because I don't know how what your audience, you know, demographic <laughs> is. But you know, it's you know Lena Horne, and it's just it's just so many mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. great voices out there that help to shape who i am
0: right yeah yeah so. uh, that's awesome though but i like you know to have uh well-rounded people to be able to talk to uh as far as you know music is concerned because i love music you know right. uh, and pretty much everybody who watches me uh, should know that by now Uh mm-hmm. i had people from the 60s all the way up until the 90s all the way up until no to present day probably
1: so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it,
0: it just goes that deep. Like I was just listening to some uh, Barbara Mason the other night and I was just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy. Um, I was showing somebody how um, we were, uh, how people use samples um, and. and uh, oh, yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Ar- Ar- Ari Lennox is, is using uh, Shirley Brown's uh, Blessed is the Woman uh, that has a man like mine in her new song. You know, so just stuff like that, you know, and and really going into real records and R and B records for real, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the stuff that I kind of like to listen to. Uh, Now things have changed of course, but it's starting to show slowly but surely come back. I see so. Yes. that's the kind of stuff that I like to listen to and hear so I'm always mm-hmm. you know glad when somebody comes on here and they want to talk about old school music because that's what I like
1: <laughs> yeah that's I mean that's my roots um there are you know there's new artists that I like as well and right. I find an appreciation for um well Usher's not that new but like I think he's great <laughs> um there's a lot of like mainstream vocalists that that I like you know and yeah um people don't realize that a pop vocal is hard too that's a Mm -hmm. hard vocal that's right so you have to give them their credit like okay we belt and that's awesome (laughs) but you know the flip side of singing it's a different style of singing it's a different craft in itself a different sect a different genre and it's different areas of your voice that you have to use to do that so um Yeah, I just, like I said, I love the human voice, so I I have an appreciation for a lot of different styles of singing. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's evident. It's evident, too, because, you know, in the singles that you've released or the projects, period, uh, that you released, there's, you know, obviously a difference, especially with the new single. It's not the same as, obviously, Say Yes, so. Um, But it's important to be able to try different things and see what works for you and what doesn't work for you, you know, and and not stay in a box. So Mm -hmm. you're already doing something that's, that's, you know, right on the right track for what you, I'm sure, want to do eventually.
1: Yes, yes, indeed.
0: But I also want to just say, um, as far as Red Bottoms and Lingerie is concerned, of course, that single has been uh, out already this year. Um, are you anticipating a full album release, or mixtape, or EP, or what? Absolutely!
1: Going on? Oh my goodness, I have a lot going on. Um, <laughs> I have a, a mixtape that I'm currently working on that'll be coming next year. Okay. I'm working on my EP now. Okay. Uh, that Red Bottoms and lingerie would be a part of that collection of music, and I also have a jazz album okay so i have three different projects that i'm currently working on so there'll be a lot of new music next year
0: all right all right i'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy about that um then i have my sorry i have my christmas album that's out too okay and the christmas album mm-hmm. is available now yeah
1: everywhere okay worldwide absolutely monique nicole christmas
0: all right and all of the music is available on all streaming platforms yes It is. All right. Mm -hmm. So everybody, make sure you go check out that new music um, and stay tuned for what Miss Monique Nicole has next. Um, But before you go, just let everybody know where they can find you as far as social media is concerned and your website if you have one.
1: Yes, indeed. Um, Mm MoniqueNicoleMusic.com, which is is soon to be MoniqueNicole.com. So I'm doing a rebuild of my site now, but they could still hit that landing page. (laughs) um you can also just google me that's probably like the easiest way to to find me it's Monique common spelling Nicole is Mm n-i-k-k-o-l-e so I'm at Monique Nicole n-i-k-k-o-l-e everywhere that's on Twitter that's on Facebook IG you name it you reach out to me actually I I get back to everybody if you reach out to me too so Mm -hmm. I'm pretty interactive Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yes, well, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is none other than Miss Monique Nicole herself. Thank you so much again.
1: Thank you so much, Tony, for having me.
0: No problem at all.